0: Hey everybody! A quick announcement before we start the show. Our good friend and longtime fan Adam, who is a mod over at the Reddit Can't Jump subreddit, um, is wanting to let you know that if you're still looking for a league you want to be in a competitive league, go check out Reddit Can't Jump. It's uh, our Reddit.com slash Reddit Can't Jump. It's the long-standing, uh, big, giant Reddit league where you kind of compete to get up to the tiers and um it's if you want to prove your worth right go check out reddit can't jump that subreddit is still looking for players uh to fill in the final roster spots so go check that out do our friend adam a favor and on with the show hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of watching the boxes fantasy basketball podcast hosted by hashtag basketball.com Your home for the very best fancy tools and analysis on the internet free It's uh, wildly available, it's a very easy name to remember, hashtag basketball.com, go check them out. I am your host, Mike Catron, and joining me here, as this season is like, you can almost taste it, you can almost feel it in your bones, Tyler P. Watts, what's up, Tyler? Michael, how are you this fine, fine day? I'm excited. I'm excited about some real, upcoming NBA basketball kind of excited about all the teams like every single team there's something to be excited about right
1: I think that's always the fun part of a new season it's
0: we don't really see even
1: with the rebuilding teams we don't normally see the the craziness until it gets to you know I don't know the new year at least right so like till 2023 we'll see some craziness from all the teams but like I mean the Thunder who doesn't want to watch Shea Gilgis for the Pacers who doesn't want to watch Tyrese Halliburton like every team has a little something to get excited about
0: Exactly. And I think what we're going to do today, I mean, we've, you know, if you, your drafts are coming up, hopefully you're very prepared for the draft. We've done a lot of pre-draft work. We've talked about um, all the different things that happened in the off-season. We talked a little bit about preseason. We've done some mock drafts. We've done the who do I draft series, right? Um, we're so close to the season. Really, I think the best use of our time, Tyler, is to go and and, and go team by team and say, hey, what are you looking for as the season starts uh, for the first week or maybe the first month even? What are the like the number one, number two, uh, top two things that you're looking for for each team? And We'll just go down the list and we'll start. Let's just start in the East because the East, I feel like the East is more interesting than the West uh, this season. And let's start at the top. Let's start at the uh, with the Boston Celtics.
1: All right, so uh, am I supposed to go first here? I thought you were gonna kick this off, but I'll, I'll go first all right you you have uh, to go
0: first
1: Here's my question. Are we looking just strictly for fantasy? or are we looking uh in general?
0: I would say give me one for fantasy and if you have and then throw in one for general if you if you got one.
1: okay, well, I mean, I think clearly the the general is like you know how does the coaching change uh, impact the team right um, oh, the, for fantasy fantasy the clear question is you know how good is jason tatum for me is he a top five player is he a top 10 player is he more of a second round player like he's been um you know he was 13th of per game value oh no i'm sorry that's a wrong thing but uh <laughs> uh he was what 14th of per game value i'm sorry last You're year close um uh, and so you know, how good is Jason Tatum? Is he, I mean, in totals, he finished like seventh, right? Because he actually played yeah. more games than, than most of the top guys.
0: And, so and we saw a lot of people take Jason Tatum in the first round this year.
1: Right. But the question to me is really can he get that per game number up to like six, seven, eight?
0: Yeah. That's going to take you know a little, I mean, like, I mean that's going to take even more. He's already doing like 27, eight, and five. Like, you know, something has to go up. Steals, blocks, assists, threes, even. You know, something has to, something has to bump up a little bit i'm um i'm i'm interested in, on the fringes of the celtics right i want to understand malcolm brogdon's role on this team because so malcolm most, brogdon right where, is he's a good guess, fancy uh asset right
1: yeah guess where he finished last year in per game value this is crazy to me
0: guess i'm gonna say it's like 85 50 Ooh. usually pretty good at yeah that.
1: and you know what i mean he he's probably not gonna play 33 minutes a game again no, but still, like we're talking probably a top 100 player if he can stay healthy and play 28 minutes a game.
0: Yeah, I do think that um, Malcolm Brogman probably being uh, under undervalued. Um, I, his uh, let's see if I can go to ADPs here and find this guy without wasting too much time. His uh, ADP is like 106, which actually feels right. Um, so maybe he's not being undervalued. Uh, at 26, 27 minutes a game, he's a standard league player. What if he gets more? What if they do want to kind of like, maybe they don't like Derek White as much. Maybe Malcolm Brogdon is just a a better Derek White. Uh, If anything happens to, let's just say, Marcus Smart, uh, or maybe they just think Malcolm Brogdon is a better fit with the first team, Smart's better with the second team. Who knows? If he gets a bigger role than I think he's going to get, you're talking about a top 75 player.
1: Yeah right, and that's very possible.
0: All right, let's go to the Nets. um I mean, the number. I mean, the Nets. I, I don't even know if we can spend too much time on this. Are they going to be the the same team at the end of the year? I don't well, know. the
1: Nets. I mean, I think you could do two hours on the Nets, right?
0: Yeah, and I, I'd, I'd rather like, do what? two minutes because we don't fucking know. And I'd say the biggest question to me is Ben Simmons. What is he?
1: Well, and wh- how many games is Kyrie going to play? Right, we could just keep going down the list. Right, is Durant motivated to play for them, or does he really want traded? Like, you know, how how long do you got?
0: Um, we don't have that long. So I'd say to me, is Ben Simmons like this weird center now? Like, is he going to is his blocks going to go up playing the center role? Uh, what does that do to Nick Claxton's value? Does that kind of harm it? And then. One player I've noticed uh, nobody really talking about, who is good fantasy-wise, why doesn't Patty Mills have a bigger role on this team? Am I missing something? I mean, Patty Mills played a
1: lot for them last year, right?
0: Exactly. So why would he suddenly play, like, 12 minutes?
1: I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to be kind of their sixth-ish man, right? And, like, get plenty of opportunities. Plus, like, isn't he the starter when Kyrie inevitably misses – However, much time Kyrie's gonna miss.
0: Exactly. When he's out, they're gonna play Patty Mills. Patty Mills, average ADP 237. If you blend everybody together, I'm gonna go with Yahoo's uh, one basically one thirty-nine on Yahoo. So undrafted. Yeah, Almost and that's
1: cooler. a good it's a good streamer.
0: Oh absolutely. Give me one second, man. I'm doing a pod. Sorry. Oh, Um, I mean, I mean, we could probably spend a while on on the Knicks as well, but uh, I would say I'm interested in seeing the the center minutes. That's what oh, I'm yeah? interested in here with the Knicks. I am, I am. I want to well, know if either one of these centers can stay on the floor more than twenty minutes again. <laughs> well, probably not, but I think they're both going to be somewhat usable. Right? Well, certainly. Even in a uh, minutes, right, the blocks and the, and their percentages, right, allow them to be fancy relevant. I just want to know if either one of them are going to be, like, more than fancy relevant. I want to know if either one of them are actually going to break out. Oh, my question
1: is more, can Jalen Brunson break out? Can Jalen Brunson be a top 50 guy? Right? I mean, he's going to be the starting point guard. He's going to get plenty of opportunities.
0: Yeah, they're going to rely heavy on him. I, I guarantee you, Tibbs. Will love a small, athletic, defending point guard. So he's gonna play. He's gonna play a ton of minutes. Uh, it's just that what what's he gonna do with that ton of minutes? Is he gonna defer out to RJ and Randall, or is he gonna take try to take the team over?
1: I mean, it, but the, really, isn't a, aren't assists like his path to being top fifty? Isn't it getting like six or seven assists a game?
0: It has to be through the assists.
1: Right, that's the easiest way to get in, in like up there when you're a point guard now, because not that many guys are getting that many assists. So, you know what I mean. Like, can he do it? I mean, that's another question, but it, it's possible.
0: Yeah, that's probably the real question: is he capable of that? We've never really seen him do that. Is he on an upward trajectory? Don't yeah, know. but I mean, we've never. Really I'm gonna keep seen an eye him. on that for sure.
1: We've never really seen him run an offense, you know, exclusively. I mean, he was always playing next to Luca.
0: Yeah, it's true. So we might see like a complete breakout. So I think if you took a chance on him, great. If you, he starts out pretty poorly, he actually might be like a, a trade target, right? Because he might just not be figuring out yet. Maybe we will figure out later. A little risky, but uh, we're going to find out. That's definitely what I'm interested in with the Knicks. Let's go to the 76ers. Um, I don't know about this what am i interested in the 76ers here i I feel like i i I know them i guess is harden gonna be like a top five is he is he is he showing up in shape is he coming back top five i hope so uh
1: yeah so harden is obviously a big question mark i think too like uh the bench is is kind of a question mark and we we glossed over this in brooklyn right because it never gets talked about but like seth curry's not even uh cleared to play yet and joe harris like is still out with his ankle so like w- like are those guys even going to play And i think the bench in philly is a little bit of a question mark too like you know how much can pj tucker still play you know i think philly's got a lot of good players the question to me is more like i think those those top four are going to feast right tobias maxi joel Ben or joel james harden um i almost said ben simmons uh that's a blast <laughs> from the past uh hey. but you know what i mean so like those four are going to feast but what are, what's everyone else going to do Anything?
0: Nothing? nothing? Nothing, maybe something. Is D Anthony Melton going to show up? Um, are they going to just rely on kind of weird rotations? Like sometimes Tybalt will come in and guard somebody. Maybe they need scoring on the second team so Harrell plays a little bit more. Like night to night, are they just going to kind of vibe it out? Um, and I, you know, it's weird because like even if like one of those guys gets decent minutes, Melton, Tybalt, uh, Montrose Harrell, uh, even Gorgeous Dang if he's suddenly playing like 28 minutes a game, right? Those guys are all Stanley players
1: and, like, I mean, Tucker's a great steel streamer if he's playing big minutes, right? Melton's yeah. a great steel streamer if he's playing big minutes, right? Tybal's a great defensive guy if he's playing big minutes. So, like, the question is, yeah, who plays? And, I mean, we see seen Montrezl Harrell be, what, a top 75 player just a couple years ago.
0: I feel like for half of these teams, our question is, who's playing? <laughs> who's going to be playing on your team this year? Uh, I would love to know that. I, I, here's a team I don't think we need to worry about that, though. Uh, Toronto Raptors. I think we know who's playing on this team. Um, I would say... I'm interested in the progression of Scotty Barnes. That's who I'm watching. Yeah.
1: And, you know, some people have been telling me I'm too low on Scotty Barnes, right? Because I don't see Scotty Barnes having a big breakout this year. And a lot of people are telling me that he's,
0: him and Mobley are both
1: going to be big breakouts. And I just don't really see that. But at the same time, like, it could happen. Right. Yeah. And so I think
0: Barnes and Mobley are incredibly talented young NBA players. And they could still be really, really, really good on the court and take a leap on the court and not take that leap in fantasy basketball. Right.
1: Because, well, and, like, how many more opportunities to shoot is Scotty Barnes going to get? He took 12 shots a game last year. It's a loaded team, man. And I don't see yeah. them blowing it up. Like, I think I think the Raptors are going to be much better than most people think.
0: Yeah, like, I feel like everyone's, like, if you go look at the projections on hashtag basketball, uh, everybody's shooting about 15, 16 shots a game. No one's really taking over. They're going to be uh, deferring to wherever it goes. There's no real position on this team. Everyone is, like... A giant, like, six nine dude who plays four positions. Um, speaking of those guys, it, you know, is OG Ananobi Was he just, like, were we a year early on him as a breakout candidate as well? Like, OG Inanobi is good. It's like, Barnes or Ananobi might break out this year, and neither one of them might break out this year. I don't know. That's what I'm watching. Well,
1: I mean... You know, don't, don't count out Siakam and Van Vliet. Like, where are those two going to rank? Right? If those guys start Blakey, breaking out, does that knock down Siakam and Van Vliet? Do you Siakam and Van Vliet take another step forward and rise even further?
0: Yeah, this team could be, like, really, really good. They were good. I, I take the over on the wins. How about that? I'm with you there. Let's go to the Bulls. Um, I'll defer to you, Tyler. I don't want to get too uh, wrapped up in the Bulls.
1: Well, I mean, obviously he's not really playing point guard because we know that the guys doing the ball handling are going to be uh, Zach Levine and uh, obviously Demar Derozan. But you know, what does the Sumo do, right? He's going to be the starting point guard. Yep. Put that in quotation marks, right? Like, what should we expect from him? It's it seems like he's going to play a lot of minutes, right? Like Dragic at this point in his career is a twenty-minute player max, maybe maybe twenty-two. Yep. Right. So it's not like he's going to play crazy minutes. Zul- they don't have anybody else, right? You know. So uh,
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna count Kobe White.
1: Yeah, Kobe White's not a point guard. And so no. you know how much does this right. move play and you know if it's a lot, can he be fantasy relevant?
0: Disuma's really good. basketball wise. Fantasy wise, I don't know. But Desumu as a as a regular uh, everyday NBA player. He's very, very good. Uh, I'm actually watching the, uh, the four battle here, Patrick Williams versus Javante Green. Javante Green is playing well enough right now and is putting in the effort to earn a starting role and or more minutes. If he doesn't start more minutes than Patrick Williams. And one that, you know, really hurts, uh, you know, the fringe, uh, but standard league relevancy of Patrick Williams um, because I, I, even Dejante, uh Javante Green playing like you know twenty eight, twenty nine minutes, it's actually it's it's nice. You're gonna get a steal. You're gonna get a little bit uh some rebounds and such, but like you're not gonna get much else.
1: And that's another question too, right? Is you know, for me, is at that five spot, how how high can Vucevic climb again, right? Switch didn't have a great year last year, right? But he was still 38. Like, most people think he was terrible. Switch was really good. So can he be a top 30 player again?
0: I hope so. I hope so. Um, and I do think they're going to do some weirder rotations in Chicago. I feel like they got some bench guys that they like, and they, they're they going to kind of try to, you know, spread out the starters uh, a little bit more this season than they have in the past. They played a really weird, like, all-bench and Vujovic lineup that wasn't terrible the other night. Uh, but that was preseason preseason doesn't mean anything speaking of that let's go to the Cavs where you know their preseason also doesn't mean anything because that's what preseason means I the obvious I think the obvious thing here is Aries Garland like what's the new look Cavs look like
1: yeah right I mean Howard Garland and Mitchell splitting those ball handling duties that's a question. Um, It's a big question for me too, right? Like because obviously we saw Garland be really good last year, but if he's not handling the ball a ton, like how how good can he be? Probably more of a third, fourth round player than a you know second round player. Um, I also feel like who plays at the three is kind of a story to watch. I'm not sure any of them are are super. I'm not
0: sure it matters fantasy wise. (laughs) It is a story to watch though. Like Levert could be relevant in. With decent minutes, but like whoever else they play there, I don't care. I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've seen Acoro, we've seen Osman, like not really do much fantasy wise. So it
0: probably you a play Okoro forty minutes a game, and I don't think he'd be fantasy relevant.
1: That's probably true, at least from what we've seen so far. But the guy's still super young. Too like it's crazy now how quickly we write off some of these players. Right? We talk about this all the time. Acoro, guess guess how old Acoro is
0: uh is he 21 21
1: right so like yeah. to say oh this guy is dead he's nothing like i mean dude this guy he could just buy his first beer not that long ago
0: there so... are plenty of players who have come out of the woodwork in their mid-20s even late 20s so yeah maybe we are writing him off a little too soon maybe he's got something in there i'm still writing him off though um and obviously we don't need to talk about evan mobley i know everybody's gonna be watching evan mobley let's go to detroit um here in Detroit, in I'm Ivy. watching. Yeah, good I'm watching the Jalen, the Jalen, the Jaden Ivey question. That's what I'm
1: watching. Right. Can Ivey be a true starting point guard? How does he fit next to Cade? How good is he? You know what I mean? We we don't know the answer to any of those questions. I think that's really the big thing to watch. Sneaky guy who I think could have some sneaky fantasy value when he gets healthy this year and you know gets fully back. I Alec Burks. Alec Burks was good in New York. People forget that. Like Burks could be an easy streamer on this team.
0: Maybe the sixth man on this team.
1: that's what I mean. The dude could easily be a streamer on this squad,
0: yeah, definitely pay attention to him. I um, think Jalen Duran, right? looks like a fantasy friendly type of player, but we've seen a lot of those guys in the past, and a lot of those guys don't either either don't make the court, can't stay on the court, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm keeping an eye on Jalen Duran as well. And once again, let's not write off our let's not write off all these young dudes. Killian Hayes yeah. I he still know, exists. Like his, I don't <laughs> know how big a his role of is going
1: to be, but yeah, I mean he's someone to watch.
0: Yeah, let's go to Indiana. Um, the major question here, I think everybody's sitting on, is what does this team look like? Come fa- like you know, trade that line. Yeah,
1: I mean, how how many of these guys can they trade? How many do they want to trade? Who do they trade? You know, all those are big questions for me. Um, how how high can Tyrese Halliburton climb? That's the real big fantasy question for me.
0: Yeah, and I've never been one to um, suggest handcuffing, especially in like a regular standard league. Um, but if you're in a deeper league, I think this year is a, a year for handcuffing, right? Like, Let alone get these trades that could come out of Indiana, but also uh, any injuries that are out there, uh, potentials. Uh, there's some really good second-team fantasy players on the Pacers. Jalen Smith, Isaiah Jackson, Benedict Mathurin. like, if those guys, if Gogo Baditza, if those guys suddenly because of trades and whatever, like Buddy leaves, Turner leaves, maybe somebody else, somebody else gets traded, if those guys are suddenly like thirty plus minute a game guys. They're all standard league players.
1: Oh, for sure. And you know, what? you know what I think is going to be better than everyone's giving him credit for is their rookie Mathurin. See, I, think, I yeah. like that kid, man. He looks great what i mean and so will he be big for fantasy who knows but if the dude's playing 35 minutes a game he's probably standardly relevant at the very
0: least yeah he's probably going to be relevant he could score uh there is something about the eye test we we always do the, literally this show is called watching the boxes sometimes you got to watch the games um and there's an eye there is an eye test like it, it is a real thing uh don't let don't let all these analytical people even though we are analytical people here uh we do like to talk about averages and revert to the mean and all the other advanced stats we believe in those things too but there isn't like there is just something when you're watching a guy. i like that i like what he's doing i like that i like that um that was somebody a couple seasons ago when i was watching miles bridges two seasons ago i was like there's something about this guy that i really like Last year from you was Franz Wagner. I was like, there's just something about this guy. Even though he's on a middling team and he's putting up good numbers, not great numbers, he's better than he's playing. Like he he looks like he's just getting better. And you know, even just in the short preseason, preseason, I mean, nothing. Mathurin kind of looks like somebody. You're like, ooh, I like his footwork. I like his ability. Oh, he's taking contact. Okay, like you gotta watch the games too. For sure. For
1: right.
0: sure. Let's go to let's go to Milwaukee. I don't know. I don't have a lot in Milwaukee. I'm looking. at. I, I want to see if they can win a championship. Uh, I, I support Giannis regime.
1: I guess the Middleton is the big question, right?
0: Yeah. What's the injury like? Right,
1: and do we even know anything yet? Like two days ago. How long is he out? Right? Like we're still still talking about it, and no one. Yeah, I don't really like given...
0: that. I, I I don't like when there's no information.
1: Right and literally like it doesn't seem like anyone is giving out anything
0: not to be know? like cynical but come on we live in a capitalist society uh we live in the worst of times we live on a dying planet um chris middleton Not being available, right, but them not giving any information and not providing a timeline doesn't bode well. They're probably just kind of keeping it under wraps to get people excited for the season, to get people to come to the games, to get people to buy season tickets, right? Sometime near the beginning of the season is the only data we've ever got out of them. That literally, sometime near the beginning of the season means before January 1st. Well, and we (laughs) saw...
1: We saw from the Pelicans last year, right? Zion's playing on opening night. He's playing on opening night. He's playing on opening night. Yeah, how many games did Zion play last year? Yeah.
0: Uh, zero.
1: Right? And so, I, you know, don't trust them. Sometimes you can't trust it. And so when there's no information like this, that's never a good sign for me. Yeah. I would say he's probably at least two weeks away. So you're at least missing the first... Two, two weeks of the season, but you're probably missing more like three or four or five or ten weeks.
0: Yeah, it could be a lot, and I, I, I it's not boating well already. So uh, unfortunately, I did get quite a bit of Middleton this year. Um, that's what I'm watching out of Milwaukee. Also, I hope I hope somebody uh, Tanya Harding's the shit out of Grayson Allen. Like I hope someone just breaks his kneecaps open with a, a metal bat. Fuck that guy. Let's go to Denver. Let's see Denver. Um. Denver, I, I thought it
1: was the what you, East. What's your vibe? Are we on the – Oh, right, West? We're in
0: the East. What am I doing? We are We are in the East. Let's go to Atlanta. I wish Denver was in the East. Let's go to Atlanta. I mean, it's – I. It's, it's DeJounte Murray and it's on Congo. Those are the two guys I'm watching.
1: Oh, for sure, right? The question is, you know, is Murray more like he was last year or is he more like he was for the rest of his career, right? Like, who's handling the ball? How much are they handling the ball? Can Trey Young get 10 assists a game? How much does Desante Murray take away from? Him? Those are the, that's the real big question for me. And then obviously that center battle between a Capella and Alkongu. I must put their names yeah. together there. Um that's a, that's a big question, Mark, right? And like if they're both playing 25 minutes a game you know they're both kind of back-end fantasy relevant for me like maybe they sneak into the top 100 but they're not going to be like great great options right if one of those takes that role over and is playing like 32 33 34 minutes a game we're probably talking about a top 75 player right so
0: the more the more i'm watching and the more i'm i'm kind of getting a feel for what people are saying out of atlanta the more i feel like it's not probably not going to happen right away the more it feels like they want on to be that guy, they're going to give him the chance to be that guy. It's his to take, right? So the second half of the season, we could see that on Kongwu break breakout.
1: Yeah. And, you know, that's an exciting proposition. Now the question for him is obviously the fouls.
0: Yes. Can you see on the court?
1: And, you know, the fouls have been really, really high. 20 minutes a game, 3.1 fouls. So you know, how much can he can he actually absorb? That's a question. And it's his third year. Can he break out? Can he keep the fouls down?
0: I don't know. I fucking hope so. we'll, we'll see. Uh, that is, I think that's a really good thing to watch out for in Atlanta. Though. I like that. I think it, if someone drafted On Kongwu and he starts out like shit, like I'm gonna pick him up. Like I, 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 or I'm gonna try to train for him or pick him up for nothing, right? Like I want. I think On Kongwu has got staying power. I, I just like you watch him play. He's really, he's really, really good. Um, let's go to Charlotte. Um, I guess right away, right? Um lamello uh he's already being said he's gonna be out for four weeks uh so that that injury that was one to two weeks suddenly became four weeks uh I'm smelling a little tanking going on in Charlotte. I think there's gonna be a lot of tanking going on in Charlotte, which doesn't mean it's it's, it's necessi- not necessarily a would it be a bad thing. It just could mean that we see more minutes for guys like PJ Washington or miles Plumley. Uh, or just Kelly Oubre. Like, we could just see a little bit less minutes for the starters, which is a bad thing if you drafted them.
1: Well, and not only that, but, like, I mean, at some point do they just sit Gordon Hayward down? At some point do they just sit Rosier down, like, if they're way out of it? Those are all possibilities. Like, I think Charlotte realizes they're not making it anywhere in the playoffs, so they're going to try to be as bad as possible.
0: Yes, absolutely. I, you know, actually, I would say letting LaMelo Ball do whatever he wants doesn't necessarily make the team win games
1: well, that's probably factual but again like how much of that rope do you want to lose right like if you let Lamelo do whatever he wants how at what point do you go okay we're trying to win now you can't do whatever yeah. you want.
0: i need you to unlearn the fact that you're playing nine feet off the guy you're supposed to be defending to try to get into a steel passing lane like he does it all the time. I, I find it incredibly fascinating. I watch those games and I'm like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" And I guess the steals and for a fancy guy you're like oh, I don't give a shit. But uh, in real life, you're like that guy is like freelancing, like he's uh, like a, a, a strong safety in, 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 in the NFL, but he's uh, he's well, and... uh, left his guy open.
1: We talk about this all the time, right? Like, that's how you can tell, like, a fantasy guy or a guy who doesn't watch the games from someone who does. It's like, you know, they see Lamelo's 1.6 steals, and they go, like, well, Lamelo's a good defender. He gets, you know, one and a half steals a game. Yeah, okay, great. But he doesn't guard his guy to get them. He jumps a passing lane, and he does things that are rather questionable.
0: I'd say they're absolutely, like, I've never seen, even Draymond doesn't get away with some of the the, the, shit that Lamelo Ball does on defense. It's really wild. The Draymond's earned it. Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: um, I don't know. I'm not super excited about this team for fantasy even because I like their bench is not great.
0: It's a bunch of guys who will be waiver wire and or bench players, even if they play full minutes. Like other than PJ Washington, who's gonna probably play full minutes anyway.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. I'm not that maybe the one like with the mellow out, they may be the one team that I'm like, do I wanna turn on the hornets game tonight?
0: Probably not. Uh, here's a team who's on the, I would say, on the reverse side of that, because all the guys who are hanging around on, uh, uh, on like, the bench, six-man, seven-man, they're all kind of interesting. Uh, Miami Heat. Sounds like, you know, like, Max Stress Max looks really good. Uh, Caleb Martin looks really good. Tyler Hero they- could be really good.
1: <laughs> They'll just create a new player, won't they? They're like the ultimate video game, dude. They just create a yeah. new guy. They're like, okay, well, what this guy's did- good
0: now. Yeah, where did Max Stress come from?
1: Gabe Vincent. A lot of their guys, Omar Yurtsin, like a lot of these guys are just like, you know, second round picks or not picked at all. And then, you know, they come out and are good, man. So it's a lot of the system, I think. Um, But yeah, they they just make up a new player if they can't find one.
0: Well, it's brilliant because they literally take a, a prototype, right? And they just go, fit into your role. Let Jimmy and Bam do the rest. Pretty much. So yeah, I'm watching that bench. Watching who's going to get the bulk of the minutes in Miami. Um, I'm actually much more interested in a different Florida team. Let's go to the worst city in America, Orlando. Um, and I don't know what are you looking forward to with the Orlando team this year. There's a lot, actually. I'm excited to see this
1: team. Right. Um, obviously, there's the two unknowns. Injury... There's the two injury questions. I feel like we've been talking about for 32 years now. Um. So there's that. But more than that, even, I'm excited for Benchero and Franz Wagner, right? Like, I feel like both guys could be really good. And Banchero's going to take a little bit of time, like every rookie does. But I like his offensive game, in, Like, for rebounds and points, I think he's going to be good, right? The question is, can he get, like, a half to three quarters to one block a game, right? Like, how? what do the block numbers look like? What do the steal numbers look like? But, you know, Benchero is the guy that I think could be a top 100 player this season. And, you know, Franz Wagner's on his way up. Can he be a top 50 player? This season can be a top 50 player next season, like both guys, incredibly young, incredibly exciting.
0: Yeah, the um, it's gonna, for me, it's all what is this rotation? What are the minutes? We don't know. There's a lot of good players, like if Mark, and there's also a quite a few injuries still on this team, right? Does so Jonathan supposed, Isaac play? Is Jonathan Isaac ever gonna play, right? And if they don't, well, does that make uh okay, like much more valuable? Is Gary Harris gonna play starters minutes? Is Cole Anthony gonna play Starter's Minutes? If so, are those guys relevant, right? So like it really is like this kind of like circle where you're just like, what's going on? Who's fucking injured? How many minutes is anybody gonna play? What are they also what are they trying to do? They're trying to lose games, right? Even R.J. Hampton in Starter's Minutes is kind of valuable.
1: Oh yeah. I mean like Mo I Wagner, like... Mo
0: Wagner is valuable in Starter's Minutes.
1: You know what? I like this. I, I feel like they've got a lot of young talent on this team. Is it going to yeah. fit together and make the playoffs this year? No, I don't think so. But in a
0: couple of years, like this could be an interesting team. The problem is, is that Orlando always has young talent and they don't know what to do with it. Cause they're an absolute garbage uh, organization. And then they trade them away and then those guys get better somewhere else. Uh, but like they're, they're, they're also just a team of this never really had the, never drafted the guy right outside of like, I guess, Dwight Howard a billion years ago. So, is Pa is Paolo the guy? Because Aaron Gordon wasn't, Oladipo wasn't. They were good elsewhere too. Oh, Mo Harkless wasn't. They drafted Mo Harkless. I'm pretty sure. I believe they did. All right, let's go to the last Eastern Conference team, the Washington Wizards. Um, I don't, I don't want to watch the Wizards at all. But uh, you don't? No, I don't. I really don't. Um, I don't want to watch the Wizards. I don't. I, I don't care about this dude whatsoever. But I guess there is some um, interest. I am interested in whether they're French players like Monte Morris and Kyle Kuzma, like and Will Barton. What are their rotations? What do they look like, and how important are they going to be on this team, uh, specifically if Chris Tepes is going to be hurt all year?
1: Yeah, can Beal bounce back? Too is a big question mark, right?
0: I think and- he's going to. I'm not. I'm not even going to watch that. I think he's going to.
1: Oh, we'll be too. But I think Beal makes this team interesting, right? Like, um. As a man who watches every Mavericks game and most of them more than one time, right? Like when the Wizards pop up on the schedule, you go like, "Hey, man! Like, H- Luka against Bradley Beal is going to be fun, right? Like yeah. if nothing else. That's going to be fun." And so I'm, i I'm, a, I'm not turning on the Wizards game on a, a random Tuesday night when there's other games on a lot of times. But when they come up on the schedule, I'm like, "That's going to be a fun matchup."
0: Yeah, if they're playing some good, I'll watch that game. Uh, if they're playing someone mediocre, I'm probably not going to watch the game. All right, that's it for the East. A lot to watch there. Um, I think there's more to watch in the East and West, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've uh, overestimated the power okay. of the so Eastern Conference.
1: We ran through it. What's the one thing? All the teams, all 15, one thing. If you could only watch one thing, what would you be watching? Mm,
0: good, cool. uh, real life or fantasy? Uh, one of each. Damn it. All right. Um, then... For me, fantasy wise, it is Orlando's rotation. Like, okay. That, I think that's... there's a lot of value in there. Like, I think Marco Fultz could be really good if he plays. I think Suggs could be good if he plays. Obama is good if he plays.
1: Yeah. That's what I mean. Like they got a lot of young, talented guys.
0: Absolutely. And then for the regular NBA, it's uh, obviously a team of dreams, the Chicago fucking Bulls, baby.
1: Oh, no. See, for me, for me, the real NBA is the Nets. Where does that go? Is is it a is it a tire fire? Are they good again? Like what 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 turns out there? For fantasy, I mean, I feel like the the most interesting one to me might be the Pistons. Jaden Ivey. Mm-hmm. How good can you be?
0: Also a great I'd say Pistons and Orlando definitely the fringe teams. Those are the honestly those are the fringe teams that you need to watch in the first week. Those are the people you need to pay attention to, and take a flyer. Take a flyer on anyone really who's breaking out, but especially from these teams where there's opportunity, like Detroit, like Orlando, because they're just gonna go with the hot hand. they're going to do that, and maybe that pans out, and the you get like a Desmond Bain type of player off the off the waiver wire, like a lot of people did, or maybe it lasts for a week or two and. It, flops out but it's it's your waiver wire player who cares yeah facts right well that's it for the east we're going to split this up into a two-parter so uh, we will be back with the west coast what to look for on the west coast teams next time until then check us out on patreon.com slash watching the boxes twitch.tv slash watching the boxes where we're going to be having um we're going to be doing something special this season i think during the season we're gonna have a panel of people on a weekly basis we're gonna to try to get that uh working we're working out the details right now you can find me at watch the boxes you can find tyler at tyler p watts and we will see you next time